So, the big question is this. How are pitching coaches like us, who aren't lazy and driven by our ego, who actually care about getting every player better, how do we coach in a way that lets us break free from the status quo, see things differently, and impact each one of our players for the better, all while changing the landscape of this game? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Andy Powers, and welcome to the Pitching Secrets Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? And thank you for joining me for this next episode of the Pitching Secrets Podcast. I'm very excited about today's conversation that we're going to have uh, because it's going to be something that I think that is very, very important to defining what we do and why we do it as coaches. And uh, not only that, but I think it's something that we all kind of inherently know, depending no matter what level we're coaching at. But to have it really more detailed uh, explained, uh, I think, is always going to be very helpful in us. What we're doing is uh, as we're guiding guiding through uh, all these players, and and I say that because this is not uh, my um, this isn't this isn't coming from me. I'm actually just going to be passing along some information that I got from you. So, for many of you guys, if you've been following me for a while, uh, you know that I've mentioned talked to about him before. But uh, he was my mentor growing up as a player, and and uh, then as a coach, and I was able to to work for him, work with him, and learn so much from him. Uh, was a guy by the name of Dave Bingham, and uh, Dave and I still stay in contact very regularly. Um, Probably not uh, more than two weeks goes by without us talking to each other and just seeing what's going on uh, with each other. And uh, Dave just recently retired from the San Diego Padres organization. He was in the minor league system for player development. And uh, so yesterday I was I called him and you know we were just kind of talking about different things and and catching each other up on life and and uh, what's going on with us. And inevitably, uh, you know, we're going to talk about baseball. We're going to talk about the business and how things are going with me and you know what's going on with him. And uh, so we were talking about, uh, you know, kind of my involvement and in working with other uh, coaches, pitching coaches in particular, and, uh, and it just kind of manifested itself into something that I thought was incredibly profound that, uh, that Dave shared with me, and that's what I wanted to share with you. And, and like I said in the beginning of this is that it just helps to, I think, further define, uh, articulate, and understand what it is that our role is as a coach. Uh, but not only that, but also what the role is as a player so that you have a very clear understanding of your expectations for him. So uh, to put it simply, what Dave talked about was that it was basically it is the player's responsibility to constantly be pursuing their their development and to get better. You know, for the longest time, it was, you know, especially when I was playing for him and, and growing up and there's, you know, something I believed in and I still do to this day was that the player had two responsibilities every day was attitude and effort, right? They needed to show up no matter what it is we were doing. They needed to show up that day with the right attitude and they needed to show up with the appropriate effort, you know, and that was basically everything they had. But I felt like that what Dave said yesterday became a third a third part to that, which is kind of intertwined, which is that the player needs to constantly be working and striving towards their development and getting better. Okay, uh, so right then and there, that should you know possibly be a, a maybe a light bulb went off for for some of you as you're listening to this that maybe you've got players, maybe you've got pitchers as part of your staff, and you just know that they're not really trying to get better. Uh, then there's not much you're going to be able to do with them as a coach. I mean, you can try to motivate them. You can try to get them excited about playing and, and trying to develop their skills for sure. That's that's part of what we do, right? 
But at the end of it all, you know the guys that are actively trying to get better. They're working on their own. They're taking lessons. They're part of their uh, you know, local training facility, and, and they're doing things on their own outside of their time with you to constantly be trying to, to you know, develop their skills. That's their job. That's what their role is. And then if you have those players, then this was the other part of it that Dave said that I thought was just very, very cool, was that he said that our job as coaches then is to create an environment and try to figure out how each of those players fits in the within the system and in the team, what their role is to give them the best opportunity for success. That's it. You're going to, I mean, not everybody can be a number one starter, right? There is going to always be one guy on their team that's just kind of deemed the number one pitcher on the staff. You may have a whole lot of really good ones, but one guy is always going to kind of emerge, right? And there's always going to be the last guy on the staff. I don't care how many guys you have. There's always going to be that last, and there's going to be the guys in the middle. And that's okay. It's our job as a coach is to try to determine what best role they fit within the team, within the scheme of what it is that you're putting together, and then you give them that role. And get them to understand that role, by the way. And those roles can change as well. That needs to be understood on both parts, yours and theirs, that whatever their role is at that time doesn't mean that it's written in stone. They may be the number one pitcher today, but they could quickly fall out of grace because they put it on cruise control and they just assume that they've arrived and all of a sudden the other guys are working and they're going to get passed up. And vice versa, just because you may be the bottom guy guy on the totem pole doesn't mean that you have to stay there. There are things that you can do. So that was kind of the job, you know, it was our job as coaches. And yeah, you want to talk about the X's and the O's and to teach the game and all that. Those are all vital and they're important stuff. But ultimately, the bottom line is this. The player needs to constantly be trying to develop their skills. That's their responsibility. And then your responsibility as a coach is to make sure that you are trying to put them in the best situation possible to, to, for them to have success, right? It's as simple as that. Now, I'm going to take that one step farther. Many of you guys, again, if you've been with me for a while, you may know my personal story, and I'm not going to go to great depth with it now, but it uh, it does serve uh, some bearing on the point and the message we're having today. So I want to kind of give you the, the Reader's Digest version of my of my past. But all the way up through high school, um, I, I was, a, a, I was a, a dominating pitcher. In fact, you know, not tooting my own horn here, but I mean, it was I was one of the top arms in the country coming out of high school. At one point, it was talking with you know half of Major League Baseball for the upcoming draft. You know, coming out of high school, I didn't do the draft. I I, I, I forewent the draft for a number of reasons, uh, and went into uh, and played Division One baseball. As soon as I got to college, everything quickly started going in the wrong direction for me. I started battling arm issues and pains that I'd never had before. Uh, I got to the point where it was so bad at one point that I couldn't even literally throw the ball. I had what you might uh, know as the yips. Uh, which is not a physical thing, although there was a lot of physical things that I was doing that was not uh, being very uh, helpful in, in solving it, but uh, it is definitely a mental piece as well. Uh, but there was just a lot of physical and then mental things that really quickly spiraled out of control to the point where I was get, I was coming through on a fastball 10 days before the spring season in my junior season, and I felt my, my uh, elbow pull apart. And uh, I was able to recover uh, and uh, was able to salvage a little bit of a career, but it was over. And it wasn't going to be anything that uh, I thought I was on the path for. And so at that point, it was one of those things where I was, I, I, you know, set me on that mission to figure out why did this happen to me? And then as I started to learn a lot of things about the biomechanics of throwing and, and more on the coaching side of things, then it became a motivation for me of trying to make sure that 
after all the things that I had learned at that point and still to this day, that if there was anything I could do to make sure that no other player went through the same thing I did, that that's what I wanted to, to do. Uh, well, now that's graduated to the point where I'm talking to coaches like you because I've realized that I could work with a thousand pitchers and that would take me a long time to be able to do. But if I could work with a hundred coaches that each had 10 pitchers on their staff, now all of a sudden I'm being able to help affect more and more. And that was, that was the goal of this. So I say that to say this, bringing it back to what, uh, what Dave was talking about as to where our job as a coach is to, uh, to put those players, figure out their role and put them in a position to be successful. I take that a step farther, and this is something we talked about yesterday as well after he said what he said, and he agreed completely, was that it's also our role and job and responsibility as a coach to make sure that you have the right information, that you know what it is that needs to be taught, that you don't put a player in a position like I was put in and probably many other players uh, that I've played with and guys that I've never known, but have also been uh, caught up in, in to that unfortunate circumstance where they were around a coach who had no idea what they were doing. The things that I'm trying to share with you guys and to teach you isn't the only way. This is something that Dave and I talked about in depth as well yesterday. It's not the only way, but what it is, is that it is a proven model that he has done his whole career, that he taught to me, that I've done for many, many years teaching and, and working with my own players still to this day, as well as got, you know methods that I, and strategies I've taught to many other coaches who have started to implement it and had great success. No matter what, 20 years ago this worked, Today this works, 20 years from now, these methods and, and, and strategies work, okay? It is a proven system and a proven model. It may not always be the sexiest, it may not always be the most exciting, but it is a method and methodology that works all the time. It is, it's how you play this game. And it is our job and responsibility as pitching coaches to understand that stuff. And if you don't, seek it out. Go try to find those answers. Go try to find it. Look at the people that have done it and or maybe are doing it and are doing it successfully and see if you can't figure out how to model or learn from them. Maybe you just email them or pick up the phone and ask them. You might be surprised how very... Uh, you know, giving and sharing many of these guys are, okay? And even if it's somebody that you may perceive as to be your competition in, in, on the field or whatever, they might love the opportunity to be able to share some of the things that they are doing. Uh, but regardless, it's your responsibility as a coach to not only put those players in an opportunity to be successful, but that when you do put them in that opportunity, that the information you're giving them is the correct information so that it allows them more of an opportunity to be successful, okay? So there you go. I kind of wanted to share that, not getting on my soapbox and preaching to you, uh, but uh, I thought that that was a very interesting and a very profound thing that Dave said is so many of the profound things that he does. Uh, and uh, so I thought that uh, I would share that with you and and uh, hopefully that that uh, makes some sense to you and it kind of gets you a little inspired to to do some things there, okay? Well, I appreciate uh, you joining me today as always. And if there's anything I can do, let me know. And until then, I'll see you in the next episode. See ya. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Pitching Secrets Podcast. If you want to learn more secrets to enhancing your pitching coach abilities and add to your playbooks, all while breaking free from today's status quo of coaching, then I want you to join me in my movement to becoming a pitching boss. To start, I'd like to give you a free three-day masterclass for pitching coaches. In this masterclass, we will take a deep dive together on arm care, creating your daily routine, and developing your pitching staff rotation. 
Go to pitchingcoachmasterclass.com and sign up today to get started.